Welcome to The Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real strategies about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. Tag me at JT Literally and show me what you do in The Do Zone. Every week, I'll pick the best post to feature across all my social networks. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur who's looking to hit seven this year, there are three key shifts you need to make right now in order for it to be possible. Go to IamFactor1.com now, and I'll show you exactly what those three key shifts are and how you can get them set up for your business in less than six minutes. Once again, that's IamFactor1.com. Today's guest is Kurt Euler. Kurt is a globally recognized marketer, operator, and speaker. He's built and run businesses from startup to over $500 million in annual revenue, assembled teams across six continents, been part of a small team leading an IPO to $880 million, and participated in dozens of acquisitions. Kurt, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Systematizing and documenting, even as a solo entrepreneur, everything that you have to do, documenting it to the point that if you disappeared tomorrow, somebody else, could, your wife, your friend, part-time person you have working for you, that they could pick it up and still run with it. Oh, you are a man that's close to my heart. I just hosted an event recently called GSA Live, Goals, Systems, Action. And Absolutely. We spent a third of the day saying the exact same thing and working on and building out the exact same thing you just said. If you get hit by a bus, who's going to pick up the baton and keep going in your absence? And yeah. that is well, and you need that to be able to get better. I mean, as somebody who's a solo entrepreneur or that's running a billion dollar company, at some point, the only way you get to the next level is by handing stuff off. And so if you're not documenting that, looking at what you could hand off, you're always going to be doing the work. And I say this, I mean, I've led high growth technology companies, but I, I had two service-based companies I had to file LLCs for when I was 14. One of those was a lawn care, ended up becoming a pressure washing business. I sold that company for six figures as I went to college because I documented stuff and started handing things off when I could. Smart. And so a lot of times it doesn't even have to do so much with how good of a job you do, it's how good of a job do you do in building something that operates without you. Absolutely. And 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 looking at what can only you do versus what can you hand off. I mean, I, you know, from talking earlier, a lot of your audience is solo entrepreneurs. Some are six figures, seven figures that have a full-time, you know, staff or some. I don't care whether or not you you've got five people on your staff, 50 people, or you're just hiring an operations manager part-time off of hiremymom.com, which is a great place I love going to, but to give them anything that's meaningful to take buy back your time, they have to know what you need them to do. That's right. And and you touched on this briefly, but it it also helps you because uh, the way that I like to uh give give an analogy is about a sales call. If I'm reading a script or if I'm following some sort of scripted process for my sales call and my conversions are X, let's say they're 20%. And I want to increase that to 30%. Well, I'm going to change. If I have a script, which is an SOP, I'm going to change one piece of that. And then I'm going to measure to see if I've created an improvement. And if it creates the improvement, I know if I'm doing everything else the same, I know that that's the one thing that makes the difference. And then I put that back in place. I change the next thing, the next thing. That's how we can 
really use it to kind of help ourselves. I'm curious if you have any other examples like that. I have. Yeah, I, lo I love that example. I think the other piece is when you start documenting things, it allows you to decide, are you, you know, to, to then just put what bucket is this in? Is this in the short term operations selling today? Or is this something like marketing, creating YouTube videos, creating social media? You could be an electrician or a plumber. And hey, there's things you need to do to pay the bills today. But there's also things that you need to do in your marketing that you're not going to be able to see the results of today. Well, you need to know what am I doing that's a longer term growth versus what's today's operations and say, here's what this is. And I am I think it's worth me investing 15% of my time in medium term to long term growth opportunity until you document what those things are. Everything else is in here. And I think what everybody needs to know, especially solo entrepreneurs, is that your brain will lie to you. It will lie to you do, to do the easiest thing and also the least productive things at times when, hey, should you spend 5% or 50% of your time doing YouTube videos and local social media, being on next door? Well, maybe, but you need to make an intentional decision because if not, your brain's going to make you make an unwise decision. Yeah, our brains are always betraying us, man. Like, why <laughs> is that? Well, I mean, I actually love that to the point that like, I actually have a thing every day that I ask myself, what are the three things I'm wrong about in my business today? And I think every entrepreneur should do that because I guarantee you can go look, look back at Josh and go, hey, you discovered like two or three things in the last six months where you were doing them for a year. And the only reason you were doing them is you thought that they were the right thing to do at that time. And then something happened and you went, yep, that was not the right thing. Because being wrong and being right feels exactly the same until you actually know you are wrong. So if you're actually documenting what you're doing, asking yourself, what could I be wrong about? You're more likely to uncover those things sooner. You know, I, I actually heard uh, a my very first mentor was having a conversation with somebody he really looked up to. So this guy must have been prolific. You know? And uh, he said, this guy, this guy asked me a question that I sat down and I thought about for like a week straight. And he said, if what you know is not true, when would you want to know that? Right. And it was like, ah, <laughs> you know, it's like, there's so many answers to that question. We want to say right away, but our in practice, it doesn't always happen that way. If what you know is not true, when would you want to know that? And you're saying, let's find out, let's force the issue. What am I wrong about in my business today? Yeah. And it, you may not have an answer. It's it, And it might take you only 30 seconds a day while you're brushing your teeth. But being open just a little bit to that mindset means that like, hey, you're not the cocky, uh, you know, cocky entrepreneur says like, hey, I'm pulling in 750 a year, which is great dollars, but that's comfortable money. That's not life changing money yet. And so if you're humble enough to start figuring out what could you be wrong about? Well, you'll figure it out earlier. If one, you're asking yourself. And if you have people that are working for you, if you're asking them. And so uh, I'm curious, uh, one of the things that that you like to talk about and teach about is influencer marketing in this kind of influencer age. And so I'm, I'm curious, there's a lot of us here who are trying to increase our influence uh, for, for various reasons. We want to maximize our impact. We want to make more money in our business. And so uh, what are some of the top tips that you would have for an entrepreneur who's trying to leverage the fact that in, in being an influencer even exists at all? Yeah, I think there's probably maybe two things that jump out. One is be who you are. I mean, a lot of your audience probably listens to somebody like a Gary Vaynerchuk and they're like, God, I want to be that and all. They don't know. You, you 
if you have 100 followers, if you have 500 followers on Facebook, that's who you are at today and be that. Don't try to be some entrepreneur that's earning millions of dollars if that's not where you're at. Be authentic because people will sniff that out today. And the other piece is a lot of times so people are so scared about how they sound and they want to try, they're, they're scared about trying new things because it it feels it feels wrong. They need to tell themselves, it, you, you're not comfortable doing YouTube videos or live streaming things. Hey, you're a, you're a roofer and you're talking about roofing tips for problems you find out and it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable only because it's new. It's not wrong. You'll get better. I mean, I guarantee my 50th keynote that somebody paid me 10 figures to come and do. My 50th keynote, I mean, when I go back and I watch that, the first five that I had real money from, I feel like I should go give those people their check back because it's so much different. But if I look back at the survey responses, they were so happy even back then. And so that's the same thing. Hey, take out your phone. Just tell yourself, it's not wrong. It's not bad. It's just new and it'll get better. Makes a lot of sense. You know, and, and it's funny. I, I'm uh, I'm definitely no stranger to podcasts. Uh, I ran one for four years before I started this one, but I just recently crossed 150 episodes with this one. And randomly, uh, and coincidentally, I, I end up watching the first episode because uh, we're putting them up on YouTube. I watched the very first The Do Zone episode and and I was listening to myself and I'm like, who's that guy? <laughs> no, why would anybody listen to that guy? This is terrible. <laughs> I'm so but, much but It's also than important that. to listen to yourself. I, yeah. you know, I, I, I've done a, some training with Vin Yang, one of the best public speaker training public speakers and trainers in the world. And he like forces this concept that says, hey, if you do a recording like in video, you need to listen to the audio only, watch yourself only, and then watch it a third time where you hear the audio just to do that self-review. Oh my gosh, it is, I hate doing it. I have to make myself do it. Yeah. But but I am getting so much better from doing that three-step process. And you can do some of it, like that first auditory one, you can do that in the car. So you don't have to like, just like hone in on it all the time. But it's yeah. like, people don't want to do that. And that's how you build your influence. And you realize, wow, I didn't sound that bad. Or I listened to a podcast I recorded a couple months ago. And there's this one part where I got really choppy and my voice went high. And like, I sounded like I was a 12 year old kid, like in it. And I, when I replayed it, I went, why did I do that? because I was really, really excited about telling that story for my history. And so I'm now much more keen about that being like, oh, if it's something that I'm so passionate about, it's a big moment in my life, I need to watch that a lot more. Do I, do I wish that I wouldn't have done that podcast? No, I'm so thankful that I did it and that I re-listened to it because that lets me get better telling my story and other people's stories. Yeah, and, and, and you don't get that opportunity if you're not out there actually doing it, you don't get Absolutely. that opportunity by sitting around and thinking about it. And, and, and you look at the analytics, because once you start doing things, you can think about whatever you, this is going to be good. But when you actually start seeing what connects with people, you're like, wow, now you have data to actually go on. There's a uh, housing inspector in Texas. This guy is great on, uh, on Instagram. Now has tens of thousands of people that interact with his videos. And it, he got big. Literally just because he would shake like a doorknob and be like, it's not supposed to do that. And he started doing more, more educational bits since then, Because, but he grew by going in deep into like literally showing all the problems, being like, it's not supposed to do that. I mean, it's funny and he's genuine and he would splice them together. And then at some point he realized, 
gosh, if I'm going to grow my business, I need to start sharing some more, more actual tips about why this is important. And now he has a mix of different content, but he just, he just started doing some like two years ago. And it's some funny shit. I'm just going to say. So be yourself. Don't be afraid to get out there and embrace the lack of comfort, seek discomfort because it's not necessarily uncomfortable. It's just new. It's not that you're yeah. bad at it. It's just new. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be uncomfortable, but it's, you're not bad at it. It's just new. I mean, and other people around you, if they're not, if, if you have people that aren't trying to grow themselves, they may actually give you a lot of negative flack then because you're trying to get ahead and, and, and you're trying to change your voice. Well, they're like, you don't sound like that when we're out for beers or having a barbecue. Okay, you can just tune those people out and pay attention to your own review and and listen to what the data says as you do these things and commit to doing doing it. You want to do videos? Try twenty of them. Try fifty of them. Heck, you're 150 podcasts in. I mean, you don't you don't get even past ten until you really go. I'm gonna do ten and I'm not gonna think again until I'm done. That's why most people stop at like five. Right. And uh, just uh, one one last question for you here before we start to wrap up. Uh, you, you've you advised a president of the United States. Tell me about that. I have. That was actually the story I got really excited about a couple of uh, months ago telling it. Uh, I advised President Trump actually a number of times, but uh, on made in American companies and companies that qualify for using that label. And so I helped to host an event at the White House covered on C-SPAN. So pretty cool, but also really weird because getting into it, I have friends that would make that phone call as if it's a joke. And uh, I, I had to check the, check the, kick the tires, so to speak, to make sure I had a public number I could call back into and it wasn't somebody's trying to pull a prank on me. <laughs> awesome. That's really cool. What a great opportunity. And so uh, tell, tell us a little bit more about what you do and uh, who is a good candidate to connect with you and, and how do they, how do they reach you? So any business owner, operator, kind of leader in their company is a good person to kind of connect with me. I uh, I tend to focus on high growth technology myself, but as we talked about, I started service companies early on. And so, so much of my non-main work hours is literally coaching solo entrepreneurs and people with, you know, seven and eight figure businesses try to grow, um, usually around high achieving servant leadership. And so I have a ton of free material always happy to talk with people, but literally I'm just giving away as much free material as I can on my own website right now. Love it. And what is that website? Kurt Euler, U-H-L-I-R.com. Kurt Euler.com. Excellent. Yep. Thanks so much for that. What a, I love that you brought the energy. You didn't bring that 12, 12 year old boy energy to my podcast, but it's okay. You could have, I would have accepted it. <laughs> well, it's just wherever you're at at the time. <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks very much. We're going to wrap up from here. Thanks so much to Kurt Euler for coming on and sharing some wisdom about how he gets things done. Uh, for those of you who want to connect with him and access uh, a lot of free training and uh, make a direct connection, you can go to KurtEuler.com. That's U-H-L-I-R, KurtEuler.com. Kurt with a K. And uh, if you listen to us on your morning commute or during your workout or out in the field, be sure to snap a selfie and tag me at JT Literally. Tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're ready to break the seven-figure barrier with your business, but you know what got you here, ain't going to get you there. We can help. Go to imfactor1.com now, and let's see how much impact we can make in less than six minutes. Know this, you are factor one for your own success. Now let's get to work. If you're a small business doing at least six figures and you're trying to level up, but you keep getting smacked down, Pay attention. There are outside forces at play that you're almost certainly not aware of. No, I'm not talking about the president, the economy, the Federal Reserve, or inflation. 
I'm also not talking about your industry, your competition, or current market conditions. I'm talking about you. There are invisible forces that are keeping you from breaking through to the next barrier in your business. That's why you keep repeating the same cycle year after year. You think next time will be different, but what you don't realize is that you're running through a huge maze and your opponent has every turn memorized because your opponent built the maze. Until you get your hands on a map and come up with a plan of attack and execute it, you're just going to keep running circles over and over and you'll lose every time. You'll never find the exit without a plan. The good news is your opponent is predictable. Your opponent follows the rules. You can beat your opponent because you don't have to follow the rules. You see, you have free will. Your opponent is restricted to the rules of the game, but you can make your own rules. You just got to have a plan. And in order to get a plan, you first have to take responsibility for putting yourself in that maze without a map to begin with. Because you are factor one for your own success. Your opponent is your comfort zone. If you're ready to stop running circles in the same circuit year after year and finally break free from the maze, join factor one. We are a unique development program for six-figure entrepreneurs. We'll airdrop into your exact location of the maze with a paper and pen, and we'll help you draw a clean map to the exit using our bird's eye view. We'll also arm you with the tools you need to defend yourself properly, and we'll walk with you shoulder to shoulder to make sure you get out safely this time. We don't leave anybody behind that doesn't want to be left there. Join us. Go to imfactor1.com right now, and let's talk about getting you out of that maze once and for all.